This episode is brought to you by the Arvada Center because they're kicking off their summer concert series in June. Relax under the stars at the Arvada Center's outdoor amphitheater and take in acts like Melissa Etheridge, Big Richard, Tower of Power, Preservation Hall Jazz Band, The Spin Doctors, and so much more. Concerts are scheduled for June through September. You can find a whole schedule of events and get your tickets today at arvadacenter.org. That's arvadacenter.org. Today on CityCast Denver, we are officially at that point in the summer when all I want to do is find a shady spot on a killer patio. So where are the best patios for people watching, drinks, and all-around good vibes? In honor of patio season, we're sharing an episode we ran last June with our host Bree Davies and newsletter editor Peyton Garcia, swapping tips for their favorite patios for any occasion. Today is Thursday, August 10th. I'm Paul Caroli, and here's what Denver's talking about. Uh, hey, Peyton. Hey, Bree. We're talking patios today because, uh, duh, it's summertime. And honestly, I had a little bit of qualms thinking about talking about this because how hot was it this weekend? So hot. But that makes me, I mean, I don't know, that if you go to the right patio. True. It still can be awesome. And I will say when it's this hot and you go inside, it's freaking winter. <laughs> They've got the AC on to 45 degrees. So it sucks to be inside. That's such a good point. We went somewhere this weekend where that I was anticipating that being the case. And Greg is like, why do you have a sweater? It's 96 degrees out. And I was like, because we're going to walk in here and it's going to be 30. I shouldn't have to carry my puffy coat around in the dead of summer, but I do. So you're right. So so patios do serve a nice purpose when they're done right, which is what mm-hmm. we're going to talk about today. Um, and I'd love to start there with what makes a good patio. So Peyton, to you, what makes a good patio? So when I'm looking for a good patio, I am all about the view. I'm a real sucker for like second story patios where you get a view Mm. of the city and you get to kind of people watch. I also like patios that are stuck in the middle of like, like where a lot of people are walking. But I understand you kind of have different criteria. I do. This is a call out to a lot of breweries. Uh, String lights, picnic tables, and AstroTurf do not a patio make. I hate that personally. I think picnic tables are awful to sit on. I don't like sitting on them at parks. I don't know why I would go to a restaurant to do it. But the fact that a lot of places will do that and not have an umbrella is bananas to me. It feels like sitting on the surface of the sun. Yeah. If you're not going to have umbrellas, you need to be like a lot of these beer gardens, which I do actually like. I like the vibe of beer gardens, like improper city. I like that whole vibe because there's like yard games happening and you know, your dog is there and there's kids running around. I totally love that vibe. But yeah, if you're not going to have umbrellas, you need to have like trees and misters. Like you, you have to have some sort of shade or else I mean, I can't go there. My husband would fry. He's a redhead. So (laughs) those are just (laughs) off the list for us if there's no shade. Well, and I'm thinking about the patio expansion that we've seen over the pandemic and which is great and all. But sometimes I'm like I'm sitting in a parking lot and you don't have an umbrella for me like this is brutal. I have to say, I don't think I've 
had really a bad experience with the expansion program. I feel like I've really enjoyed it, but I think most of my experiences have been similar to like the Larimer Square approach where it's like it's this very like communal feeling and they've got these little like tents up and they've got space heaters or fire pits. The Larimer Square one is like kind of unique in that they've taken a whole block that also we're talking about a block that was built when the city was being built. So it was more built for people to begin with. Right. So I would say in my criteria, a shade trees are a dream, but that's not a reality for a lot of places. Right. Nice seating. So like even if you just have basic metal outdoor furniture, I don't know. It's like how it's laid out. If it's like I don't want it to feel like a cafeteria. I want it to feel like a special extension of a restaurant in a different way. Like their patio should feel just as good as if you're inside the restaurant. And sometimes I don't think that's the case. You know, it it should be an experience, too. Yeah. And and the other thing for me is uh, along the trees line, if there's greenery of some kind, like any kind, flowers, potted flowers, uh, I mean, it changes. I think folks don't realize this until you're in it. And then it really changes the way that you feel. And you're like, oh, wow, nature is calming. <laughs> so we know what we're looking for in a patio. What are some of your favorite patios? Yeah. So I've, I mean, I've kind of can break these up into categories. So patios with a view, I, I have a handful of those. So like some of my favorite in the city are like Avanti food and beverage. They have a great patio with a view. Um, They've kind of got this like stadium seating too. It's kind of like bleachery, but there's like a lot to see, uh, you know, in that area in Highlands. And it looks at the downtown skyline. Yeah. So Avanti does a great job with that. Tamayo has an incredible patio that overlooks Larimer Square um, and it is partially covered. So you've got the shade and there's always just so much cool stuff happening on Larimer Square. It's just like that's like the epitome of summer to me is like being on Tamayo's patio, sipping a margarita. Um, And then like Linger, they have a great one, too. They're again up in the Highlands, but they have a really, really cool rooftop patio. And then there's like hotel rooftops, too. Those are a little more kitschy because they're hotel rooftops. But if you really want a view of the city, I mean, if you really want to be like 14 stories up, I mean, there are some places that do really cool things like 5430 is a bar at the top of, I think it's the Meridian, and it's like way up there. And then the Source Hotel has like a bar that you can drink at the very, very top with like a pool. It's very cool. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. I want to go back to Tamayo really quick because mm-hmm. I am I have to tell you, I was looking online at their patio and they have like all different kinds of seating. Mm-hmm. They have like, and they have gorgeous, they don't just have plants. They have gorgeous plants. Yeah. It's is that it's a Mexican restaurant, right? It's mm-hmm. been a long time since I've been yeah. there. It's Chef Richard Sandoval. It's one of his restaurants. And it is their food. It's Tamayo is one of my favorite places to eat. Um, they do incredible Mexican food. It's such a fun summer vibe. So uh, for me, my my favorite patio of all time in all of Denver is El Noah Noah's patio, which does that have a view for sure but it's right off it's on santa fe and it's between two buildings i was gonna say i looked it up and it looked i mean you'll have to correct me because i've never been there but is it it looked kind of is it in an alleyway no but it kind of looks like it it's literally in a section where there would be a building on a street so it's almost like 
It's like someone's patio off their house. It's got gorgeous trees. They have a waterfall, like a water feature. So you have that sound, which actually is nice because it kind of covers up uh, or camouflages the sound of Santa Fe, which can be pretty busy. Um, but and the it's kind of multi-tiered, so there's different sections. There, you know, it's it, they've got umbrellas. The trees are really what make it. And then sometimes they have live music outside, and it's just like. It's the especially if you've been on Santa Fe during First Friday and it's kind of chaos. It's fun, but if you want to like take a breath, get a drink, you know, have dinner, their patio is, mm, it's my favorite. So you can't see it when you're walking down Santa Fe. Is it one of those patios, or can you? It's not totally blocked off from the street, but it's just private enough that once you walk into the patio, you almost the the street noise kind of disappears. And then there's this other one I wanted to ask you about. Have you ever been to Forest Room 5? Oh, yeah. I've never Gosh, been. Gosh, it's been years. Yeah, I've never been, but I've heard about it. I've seen the the photos online. And so, like, the whole idea is their patio is um, supposed to feel like you're in a forest, like you're camping. So they've got, like, these, like, wooden, like, log stumps that you sit on um, around. Totally. Like, like fire pits that are supposed to look like campfires and they've got all these trees. I've never been, but it seems cool. So talk about being whisked away. I've, it's been years since I've been there, but now you're describing it. I'm like, I remember that exactly. And it does feel like you're camping. It's like, it's awesome. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely would recommend going there. This episode is brought to you by Pine Melon, the farmer's market delivered. Pine Melon is a next-generation grocery delivery app that partners with over 200 farmers, ranchers, and producers in Colorado to help make fresh, locally sourced foods available to the Denver community at fair prices. Get high-quality meats, eggs, and dairy from small local farms, fresh-baked breads from local bakeries, and more, as well as all of your favorite pantry staples. Best part is, Pine Melon offers same-day delivery to Denver and soon Boulder within a two-hour window, no subscription necessary. Save time in your busy schedule and get fresh and healthy groceries delivered right to your door. Join the movement and support local today. Use promo code CityCastDenver for $75 off your first delivery at PineMelon.com. That's PineMelon.com. Another one I was thinking of, which is kind of like old school, is my brother's bar. Mm. Um, I I know they did the extensions with the pandemic with like sort of the uh, igloo set up, Mm -hmm. but their like original patio that's there is... A little, it's shaded. It's like, it's pretty no frills, but it's just, it's, they've done a good job of making it feel like an extension of the interior. So you still get the classical music. I actually and it don't just think like, I even knew they had a patio. It's very, it's kind of in the back. It's not, I don't know. It's, it's very no frills, but it's like, huh. if you yeah. like my brother's bar, you'd love yeah. the patio. I, I do think that there is something fun about, there's been a number of restaurants that I've like frequented. And then it's not to like my fourth or fifth time there that I'm like, wait, you guys have a patio and you have to like go all the way <laughs> to the back of the restaurant. And it's kind of like this fun little secret uh, that like only the inn people know about. Um, and I, there's like been a handful of bars and that, that is fun. I do like that when you get to discover something. Yeah. And it really is, like you said, it's about you're still getting the same experience or a a different version of the same experience that you would be getting inside the restaurant. But you're in this other area. Yeah, totally. Um, And and I'm thinking of so the Bull and Bush is another one I like. And theirs is definitely a 
extension of the bar itself. The bar itself, though, is hard to mimic because it's it's like kind of dark in this way where you walk in from outside like and like the, all of a sudden English you're transported one, right yeah you yeah, took yeah. me there i hadn't been there yes. so you took us there and i loved it i thought it was oh, really cool it. and just for the record as somebody who's been to pubs in london they like do a great job it is they such do. a they... fun place i definitely want to go there again and I didn't know they had a patio. Yeah, they have the patios and it's huge and it's fully covered. And I, I think they have TVs, but they're not overwhelming. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm like, sometimes I won't go to a restaurant because the TVs are so intense, yeah. especially when they extend them to the patio. And I'm like, a couple is fine. But like if you're like lining up and you have 10 TVs in a row, I'm like, I don't. Willie and I just went to a bar here in Erie to watch the Avs game. And it was um, four like massive flat screens, but they put them blocked so that it looked like one giant TV the size of a wall. But like two of the TVs were like a fraction of a second off. So like, and when they showed you, when it was like showing one of the abs players faces, his face was like all off and he looked like an alien. It was like, I was like, I'm nauseous. I can't, I can't be in here. I can't watch this. It's awful. Well, Peyton, thanks for talking patios with me. Yeah, this was fun. Now I need to go to a patio. Same. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. Palisade peaches. They're finally in season, and we're only just getting started. Hey, this is Bennett. I'm the assistant produce manager at the Natural Grocers on South Broadway, uh, kind of in the Baker neighborhood. And uh, I'm calling the peach hotline to let you know that we uh, are at the point in the season where we consistently have Palisade peaches, and on Saturdays we tend to do samples of Palisade peaches, so come check it out. What's good? What's good, CityCast Denver? This is uh, Matteo B. Pappy giving you a call from the Cole neighborhood about peaches, and uh, just want to give you a hot tip while the Palisade peaches are very much all over the place on the front range and delicious, actually, peaches from the small mountain town of Paonia are even even more delicious and more sweet and more drippy. Um, I would say that in the Denver area, if you go to Farmer's Market, maybe, I haven't been there yet, but I think down there at the Union Station, Seek out Ela Family Farms. They might be at other places as well. Get there early because their peaches go out. Uh, Ela does a great job. They've been around for generations. Family Farm actually in Hotchkiss, just 10 miles up the road from Paonia. Uh, and uh, they are wonderful. But I will have to say, the best thing for you all to do is to travel to the Western Slope. Go to the town of Paonia. Stop into a place called Delicious Orchards. You could pick your own peaches, have a nice little lunch there, swing on the tree swing over the river, uh, and uh, well, it's really a creek, and uh, have a lovely time in Panya. There's also some other wonderful farms there and delicious wine. That is the best thing to go to the source, take it from the tree, and have a lovely time with your peach. Enjoy. And that's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell your best patio pals about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, or learn more about us at denver.citycast.fm. 
We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you then. You ready, Pay? Peyton, you ready, Peyton? <laughs> <laughs>